everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin Parker, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. We are, Colin, and we are in the middle of a heist. It's a heist. It's heist time. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> it's, you know, and Colin, mm-hmm. truly, I was going to say this is a joke, but I actually do believe this. What would a heist be without an elevator scene? I don't know that it would actually work. So, mm. frankly, that's actually a, a true statement. I think we were due heist. <laughs> I'm taking Spanish so, on Duolingo. Today, to d- <laughs> wait, was that a Rammstein reference? Well, it was just sort of. I mean, it was just German okay. in general. But uh, Today, while I was doing Duolingo in front of, in, in, when we were doing Duolingo yeah. in front of each other. Uh, <laughs> That's worded so a, weirdly, but yeah, go ahead. I, yeah, I was showing you my Duolingo. and you. Um, I showed uh, you my Duolingo. Please respond. <laughs> there was a, why haven't you responded? Um <laughs> Why do I play with fire? Um, there, you know how they get into series of questions where it's like, yeah. "All right, I have a driver's license. Let's just chill out about the interrogation about the driver's license." <laughs> it was, in, it was like, "What's your last name?" And it kept asking. So, um, and the, no, it was I have a question. Do you have a question to ask me? I have a question to ask you. What's your question? So that song, "Do Host," people are like, "Oh, it means you hate." It actually means. Uh, it's you do do host you have do host mich you have me do host mich gefragt which means you have asked me do host mich gefragt und ich habe nicht gesagt and I have said nothing so it has nothing to do with hate but it it and they're German natives mm-hmm. it does read like a Duolingo sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's what's in the bubble and you're going. You do. have, oops, yeah. hang on, have <laughs> asked you. Have yeah, exactly. Do. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, you know, when you click on the word, when it's the German, like the yeah. word like down in the bottom and it reads it yeah. to you as you pop it in. Yeah. My favorite thing is that it reads it so to fast. you again when you also go, oh, that's not the right word. And you click it yeah. again to remove it. And for whatever reason, yeah. they read it again. Wild. Also, I'm clipping yeah. again. What's happening here? Sorry, listeners. That audio might be a little little rough and tumble for you there. Fortunately, that was a tangent. That was a that was a calibration tangent. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, hang on, just calibrating my podcast real quick. Okay. Anyway, ding. So we are in. Oh yes, the elevator. I was like, oh, what are we doing? We are in Avengers Endgame. This is the Endgame, people. That's a reference you won't get to know for years. Shevinova? or watch the movie. Um. And we are in uh, one hour, 39 minutes, and 46 seconds. We're mm-hmm. going up through one hour, 40 minutes, and 14 seconds. Here is what happens. Sometimes scenes happen, and you really enjoy them, and they're really great. And then you go to summarize them, and you're like, well, nothing really. Nothing really okay, happened. So here's what happened. <laughs> and then you write too much because you're James. All right. A woman on the elevator down into the S.H.I.E.L.D. facility looks suspiciously at Steve and Tony. Tony steps in front of Steve so that she can't recognize him as Captain America, but then he gets off wishing Steve good luck on his mission. Steve, in return, wishes Tony good luck on his project, adding Doctor to sell the story. The woman asks if Steve is new. Steve replies, not exactly. That's what happened in this scene on the elevator. 
Colin? Yes, James. Um, I want to start with Steve because they both have the ST beginning to them. Um, although Stark has it in, in and, Stark. So yeah, like, it's um, interesting that you went that route. Um, but uh, sure. my interpretation, there's a pause. This is this is what our show is. I think this is archetypical timeline scavengers. Yeah. She says, are you new? And there's a pause. And you and I interpreted that pause differently. And I'm excited to talk to you about it. Yeah. Right before we started recording, and definitely not an hour ago, we <laughs> talked about um, what this scene sort of meant to us. Yeah. Uh, and so I think it's a very interesting thing, right? Because he... Steve is not used to lying, I think, mm-hmm. right? Which is interesting because there are some things that he is capable of lying. I mean, it's not lying. It's technically the only one God it's the omission of the truth, right? Which right. I understand right. technically is still a lie. But I think that's easier right. to tell. I think that's an easier lie to tell, right? Sure. Than yes. b- being uh, untruthful about like who you are or whatever, right? Or right. honestly acting, Right, because that's what it is. Mm. In that moment, yeah. he he is basically in his first moment of improv comedy. Well, not comedy, but he's doing his first bit of improv ever, really. You know, right. um, and all his acting thus far has been scripted. Yeah, exactly. No, no, but I mean, the like, USO show. He's only. Oh, that's a good point. Yes, that's a very good point. Actually, I was like, no, James. I mean, he's just been himself. But no, you're right. <laughs> James, yeah, yeah. It's an, he's Chris Evans is not. We're not. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. But like I think it's cool, right? Because I do I do need to take a step back to prove my point yeah. a little bit on this, right? Yes, yes. So yes. when he gets off and he's like, you know, good luck with your thing, you know, uh, Captain, and he goes, yes, uh, good luck with your project, uh, Doctor. Right? Like both project and Doctor took him so long to come up with, right? Like, right. It's that thing of like, man, not only were you all talking so loudly up top. Which again, I I get it's a yeah, movie, yeah. So like you can't really whisper, you know. But it's yeah, like, you can. I mean, you know, what I mean, but I mean, like, you know, they're walking and that talking. That boom mic goes down pretty low. That's, I think, yeah, that's a good so. point. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure they had lavaliers on. You could whisper, yeah. you know. Um, no, but they the thing on their forehead, like yeah. in a musical. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Or uh, like the little headsets when you have like one of those yeah. schools, but like they're like they're really bad for plosives because they're never they're always too close to get like the although the. P- and p- you know, cap. Yeah. Although I, I will say, um, right here on the brim of Cap's hat mm-hmm. and on Tony's glasses, I love being able to visually represent both of these things in one. Oh yeah, would have been fine places for Mike's. And I'm That's just true. saying, That's a good so point. the stage yeah, yeah. show of Endgame can happen. Well, I think in a way it sort of does, right? In later, anyway, yeah. we'll come back to that for sure <laughs> in ten years. Um, yeah. So okay, we can do this all day. Maybe it's probably gonna be longer. Um, so. What happens though here is that he's kind of yeah. like a, a, a project doctor, right? Because he has yeah. to realize that he has to come up with a something that he would have a reason to get off that floor on, uh, for right. right? But also, like, you know, they're in a shield base, and he's very clearly not military, right? Right? Or like, mm, that's tough too. I mean, like, you know, like he's clearly like a scientist. He's part of the scientific reserve, if you will, of the shield operation, right? Right. Right. Um, and so, you know, he's not going to be a captain as well or whatever. So, right. uh, and also he's not like in a uniform. So of course he's not going to be plus the that. facial hair. That, oh, that's also a good point. Yes. So, um, yeah, kind of a little beatnik look, you know, but like <laughs> he, he gets off on the elevator and he says that. And then when she asks him that, what I think is interesting yeah. is it's not exactly a lie, right? Necessarily. 
that he's having to come up with. But there's an interesting internal dialogue that happens very briefly, right, of being like, should I lie and just say yes, right? Because honestly, that would bring less eyebrow waves, you know, to some extent, right? Because she's like, I've never seen this guy. Are you new here? And you're like, yeah, just transferred in, right? Because then maybe she might go, oh, okay, interesting, right? But like, you know, the fact that he goes... Is it not quite or not exactly? I've, not, not really. Not really. That's it. I knew. I knew it was not something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's also the same thing as when they first roll in and they see the sign that says "Birthplace of Captain America," which is also yeah. interesting because it's facing the road and they that's not the side they enter from. But somehow they've still read it anyway. So they he says, "Ah, the birthplace." He's like, well, I, "You know, surely this is not really where you were born." He's like, "Well, presumably that signage idea. happens elsewhere too." Yeah. Oh, I guess so. He's like, "He's like the idea of me was born here, right?" So yeah. it's like he's been to Camp Lehigh, obviously, right? It's where he was yeah. basically where like he, he Mulan. Yeah, yeah, where he was created, right? The uh, yeah. the idea, and also like you know Howard Stark stuck him in a machine, and he you know went from being oh this little guy, you know. Th- Which that, that wasn't you know, at Camp just, Lehigh, but you know the what that that wasn't at Camp Lehigh. Well, no, sorry, they, that's true. Brooklyn. They they did that part in Brooklyn. You're right, but like I mean, like they yeah. had to get the training done at Camp Lee High. Sure, absolutely. so like leading up to the moment where they took him into town to stick a needle yeah. through his arm, I he mean, jumped on. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but when he jumped on a grenade, right, yeah, that yeah. was at Camp Lee High. So it's like he's been there. He's you right. know this is part of his thing. That's where he knocked the flagpole over. Yeah, and picked up the flag. Gets uh, down to business. Yeah, and then Tucker was like, "All right, you know, ma'am." And gets in the little thing. Um, so, you know, there's all of that. But, like, I don't know. I just think it's interesting because it's, like, he goes, to me, at least, he goes through an internal moment of, like, do I just say yes or do I just, like, kind of technically tell the truth, which is, nope, like, I'm not new. But it's also, like, it's also kind of a thing of, like, I'm not new. It, what it really is is that I'm not supposed to be here. You know what I mean? Like, And right. I don't mean that in terms of, like, we're breaking in. It, it right. means like literally in terms of like, I'm currently under 20 feet of ice. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not, I'm like, when I say I'm not supposed to be here, it is like double fold, you know? Right. Uh, I am. We're not talking Dante from clerks level. We're not talking. I'm in an unauthorized area. We're talking. I'm over there. Right. I'm over there. Currently. And yet right now <laughs> I have defied the laws of. That I believed were created by one singular God. The one singular God, exactly. That, that surely only that God exists, right? Which White American Jesus. Which yeah. also, by the way, I think is very funny that like we've seen so many gods and he has never been one. Very good to me. Very, very good. Um, I really like yeah. that a lot. Um, no, but just like, it's like by the grace of whatever is out there, I've defied all the odds and I am now here in this moment. And I'm going, hmm. Yeah. No. Chalk be praised. The other, the other thing is that, like, you know, he's trying to hide his face as much as he can, but it's also like, yeah. you're looking at me weird. Ma'am, you technically know me. Like, you do know me. Like, I need to be yeah. clear. I am definitely on a poster somewhere in this building. You know what I mean? Like, right. I am trying to hide that from you, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I think it's funny. I think we talked about this earlier, like, in the last episode. Uh, but, like, the fact that he's wearing a captain hat. Yeah. I feel like it's too on the nose. I feel like they should have gotten a uniform for someone who is in any other kind of command. Wait a minute. Captain, see the flag on his patch. America, wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
Blue eyes, blonde hair. Yeah, exactly. Like really strong man. That's got to be Steve Rogers. They're like, (laughs) it's almost like, you know, they were just getting into a fight. You know, I was going to go for that same joke, right? What happens is he's wearing a a hat that says like, you know, lieutenant or whatever, but he gets off the thing and he goes, see you later, Captain. Damn it. And she goes, that's a lieutenant. (laughs) And he goes, and he's like, I know. It's just he's gotten so used to calling me. Uh, he didn't mean to say Captain. He meant to call me. Uh, like Captain. Captain. Like, Damn it. We, wow, it's really hard not to call myself <laughs> Captain. Yeah. Like, he just has to go for that. Yeah. We're trying not to get into. Uh, we're, we're in a heist. Shit. Heist. Wow, it is hard to not say heist. <laughs> and then uh, just to get the Simpsons one, it's a oh, yeah. don't say revenge. Or no, uh, uh, Homer, you're not going out to stalk Lenny and Carl, are you? No. I'll just be in my car where I'm going to stalk Lenny and Carl. And then dough. I don't do a believable dough, so mm-hmm. I'll just say the word dough and you'll hear it in your head. You'll know. Uh, here's my, here's my, you'll know the dough. Yeah. Um, here's my interpretation. And I love yours. I love the how do I put this in a way that I can sleep at night? Yeah, and I do apologize for talking for almost seven minutes straight without (laughs) basically any pause. My bad. You are totally fine. Um, And I mean that. Wink. Um, So here's what I wrote in this. You do this to me? (laughs) The single, the first girl I ever dated, her birthday was on the 13th of February. Um, so no, we started dating on the 13th of February. Her birthday had been a week or so before. So it was just a real anyways. Um, I wrote, Steve could have ignored her and it looks like he was tempted to, but he just couldn't bring himself to. And the more and more I thought about that, the more and more, I think that this is really like, I like your interpretation. I think it is absolutely valid. But if the thing that he's struggling with is but it's wrong um (laughs) if the thing he's struggling with is do i ignore her it's one it's it's a it's a captain america race relations thing a little bit because this woman is black and it's cap comes out good because where cap's from if a black woman talked to someone and said are you new here it would probably be totally societally acceptable to ignore her. Interesting. And like you're saying, lying through a mission, if you don't respond, you don't lie, technically. But he has this struggle, and I felt like I, I I felt this tension rising up in the in the elevator as it went down. It was really weird. It was a weird physics thing. Um of is he gonna answer her, or is that question just gonna because one of my anxieties is an unanswered question. Oof. You're clear everyone heard it. You've asked it and no one is answering. Oh, it makes me crumble to dust. And then he's like, not really. And it's because he is not, that's not him. That's he is He is of all of the people and he is not going to just ignore someone just because he comes from a time when that would have been okay. That's interesting because I, I never necessarily got that idea. And I didn't until like today. Because like in my head, like, I mean, especially because. (laughs) 
and I, I know this scene pays off later, but I was trying, right. I was trying to fit, find like, why did this scene happen? Especially ever since the eternal sex scene. Um, <laughs> if, this is a- if she, if she was like, are you new? And he was like, I am Icarus. And she's like, I, I don't, I don't understand this reference. No, but like, I think good that, luck like, on you. Good luck on your mission, Captain. I am Icarus. That is real. I mean, Doctor. That, that the amount of times where I feel like if you insert that line, the comedy of that scene instantly grows. Yeah. Like the next scene, I think, is another good example of that. Uh-huh. Very funny stuff. Uh-huh. No, but like I think that like it's yeah. interesting that, that this is sort of where you were like going mentally and stuff like that. Because I feel like if this was still cap of 1940s, I feel mm. like I might believe that. Right. Sorry. To be clear, sorry. Right. I feel like I might lean more on that response. Of what you just he's said. He's been in modern times. Right, but he's for been in modern times. Now. But also, he's worked on a team with, uh, granted, one singular black member um, in you know, in the Howling Commandos. Uh, sure. And well, that's true. Yeah. No, yeah. And I, I'm also assuming because of like part of where he grew up and also spent some time and some yeah. of that, like I know that he was definitely like uh, living on his own and in like a lower waged area and stuff like that. Like he's going to be probably in neighborhoods where he probably is pretty comfortable with people of other uh, you know, races and uh, backgrounds um, because of this, you know. And so, like, I feel like you know, even 1940s Steve probably would have answered and, yes. pr- and not batted an eye. But I also think that, like, what I think actually now that you, like what you just said made me think of something completely different, right? Yep. Because I'm I'm wondering now if it's almost like not because it's like a of the times thing of other people might ignore this person, but I'm not going to. What I'm wondering <gasps> is, is if, you know, the concept that we've talked about many times before is ripples, not waves. Yes. It's the idea of you yes. don't want to say something. Would I respond? Would I respond? Or like also just in general, in real time, like in the in the actual timeline, I am not here. Right. right. So it's like if I say something like like how much like with everything that they do or change or yes. move changes something. So oh, I okay. think so you're saying okay. there's like a, I think now like I've just now put this kind of together. I'm wondering if there is a small moment of like if I respond, how does that affect our mission? How does that affect? I thought what you were saying next? like as a captain in 1970 Lehigh, New Jersey. Or Fort Lehigh, would it be suspicious if I responded? And that's not what you were saying. And I, I like what you're mm-hmm. saying from like a time travel perspective, not like a character motivation perspective. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I also like. Right. Uh, the 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 fifth interpretation. I love our show very very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that pause is Steve Super Soldier Serum Brain strategizing? I think so too. Yeah. Like I think yeah. it's. I think uh, I'm thinking now that like I used to think it was him, like thinking of a response because it's like yeah. I've been trained for so many things just not this you know but I think yeah. it is a little bit of like a we know what we're supposed to change and what we, we shouldn't and like right. how much like how much can I do before it changes it's like if I don't respond I think it looks worse and I think it probably makes the mission harder so I respond right. here that like yes. it's like it's like literally making a checklist in his head and going yes so because yeah. of these five like things, decision this is, yeah. I, I respond here, right? Yes. You know? Absolutely. Yes. It's also like if and this was a Fallout game or something like that, you would see like the little dialogue blocks where he's like going through and it's like 
science option, but his science isn't high enough, so he can't select it. And then here it's like charisma. It's like, you've got charisma, but like you're feeling really unworthy right now. So like, yeah, you don't have that. So then like the fourth option is dot, 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 meaning you say nothing. And he's like, I'm going to go third option and just say the generic line. You know, it feels like he really was like, what are my options? What are my options? Do I have anything in my inventory that makes me better at No? Shit. Not really. You know, (laughs) like I think that's very. Yeah. I think that's a very interesting way to look at it. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing that I wanted to address is doctor. Yes. Um, so I was curious and I did a little searching about surely Tony Stark has a doctorate. Surely he does. And I, and sh- surely he does. <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. We'll get to it. Um, <laughs> so I found this on applyboard.com. It's uh, posted on July 26, 2019. This is a, uh, my favorite genre of uh, informational websites, which are uh, superheroes went to college. You should go to college too. Um, there's m- I've multiple timeline scavengers facts have come from websites. Remember the um, when we were talking about the plow, I got my information from basically like agricultural blog. Well, I'll post a history of the plow today. Um, yeah, as you internet. do, you know. The internet's a weird place. Um, so this is what it said. Tony Stark, a.k.a. Iron Man, is regarded as one of the smartest characters in the Marvel Universe. I like reading that as smartest characters, because like he's like a character. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he's also like, you know. Anyways, uh, so it comes as little surprise that he graduated that uh, from the top-ranked university in the United States. That's right. Stark is an MIT graduate, right. which is hilarious because, yes. as we'll find out in the next scene, that's what back. the credentials yeah. that he has. Yeah, You know, sorry, go ahead. A fact MIT clearly embraces the university refers to Stark as their greatest fictional alumnus because they're all nerds there. The MIT connection even carries over to film. Also, Shuri, um, uh, uh, Riri yes. goes to MIT. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what you were going to say? No, actually. I was going to say, okay. okay, so two things is that, one, he does, again, it's going to be way later in the future, but he does do like a whole presentation at MIT. Oh, is that what uh, Barf is? Yeah, that's where Barf you... happens. Yeah, which is such a yeah. funny thing to say out loud. Um, but like, you know, and that's <laughs> where, MIT, he, where, Barf where he does basically the Stark Fellowship is is there. Okay, yeah. Right? Um, oh, okay. At MIT. I know for sure that he went to MIT at a very young age. What's funny is that I think, because you were talking about like, surely he has a doctorate. I think that, um, you know, so like, I know Banner has, has like PhDs and stuff like that. Stark yeah. doesn't. Stark only has up to a master's. That now in, okay in let's, the MCU I'm gonna, I'm, in the MCU. I'm going to keep reading. I'm going to keep yeah. reading. Uh, uh, the MIT connection even carries over to to film as Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark can be seen wearing his school ring, which is dubbed the Brass Rat because they're huge nerds, I guess. Um, in multiple scenes in Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie. Mm-hmm. So that's where we end sort of on the MCU. As for what Stark studied at MIT, the details are a bit scarce. In the comics, Stark earned two master's degrees in engineering by age 19, although there are conflicting sources that say he received doctorates in engineering, physics, and artificial intelligence. So so, I, so what, yeah, I, what yeah. I remember from, I want to say it's Iron Man 2, right? Okay. But it could, it could be still maybe Civil War. Right. Okay. But like, I know that it's come up because they talk about his education at one point. Right. 
I know yeah. that in the MCU, it was electrical engineering for under for undergrad and for masters. But I think in the MCU, it's uh, electric engineering and uh, physics. Um, okay. I think that in the MCU, instead of doing like artificial intelligence, like in school, I believe that that was all basically self-taught because like yeah. Jarvis is like his own system and it's not right. like anywhere it's else. It's his 3PO. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I think it is his 3PO, which I think is very cool. Um, yeah. Because like what is fun to me about this is that like uh, I wanted to get to the AI situation, uh, which I hope, I mean, sorry, actually, because like I mean, I'm, I I will say I'm imagining he's saying, again, I think we said this earlier, but it's like we I imagine he said doctor because like if you're a scientist at S.H.I.E.L.D., you more than likely have to right. be a doctor of some sort. I'm also right. wondering if they've in the in the MCU, like they probably never announced it, but I'm I also bet that he probably has a um what are those things called? Like a honorary on, doctorate. An honorary doctorate somewhere. That's I'm what sure. I, that's what I thought. That's what I initially went searching he for. He probably has one of those. They probably just never mentioned it, but like there's no way, especially after him doing the the presentation with the Stark Fellowship, there's no way that they weren't like, and here's yeah. an honorary doctorate. Like if you're going to fund in perpetuity every project that comes out of that school from now on, like yeah. there's no way that they go, thank you. Anyway, back to our Tuesday, <laughs> right? You know, like I'm sure that that's, you know, you get something out of that, you know? But like... Don't you think that... I think it's weird that MIT is the... is the I know that like it's a big prestigious place, mm-hmm. but like Boston figures so little into the MCU that it's really funny to me that like... It's so important for several characters. Yeah, I, you know what I feel like it is, and this is going to be bad. Racism. Yes, yep. I think I think it's a lot about the racism. <laughs> I I genuinely think that it's like, listen, a lot of smart things happen here, but also smart. smart but we also got to get it out of this area because, like, sure, they go to places that also racism is everywhere, right? But like, right, Boston is actually really bad like in terms of that yeah. like it's bad right so it's like i feel like they're like let's not have to do you know because like yeah anyway, well i won't yeah. get into that but ai yeah right yes great movie one and one of the cool movie. things to me about this is that we've seen it in the last scene but we technically see it very briefly here as well when tony okay. gets off of the elevator and says good luck mm. on your project He's standing basically at an angle where the woman can't see him, but Cap can. And he double taps his glasses, which are also, by the way, way too fancy and futuristic for, I mean, just the design. They're way too, you know, you know, wild, I'll say, of a design to be in the 1970s, which is so funny. But again, they're very Tony Stark. Exactly. Uh, But like, it's cool because you see the little like AI overlay. Which is interesting yeah. because, like, I've always assumed that there was probably some form of satellite communication for some of the research and stuff like that. But it kind of shows that, like, his glasses, I don't think necessarily has Friday in it, but does have right. just the generic, like, whatever the technology is behind weekday. the rest of it. Yeah, weekday. Definitely has, you know, your your typical weekday stuff going in. Because, like, he's able to scan. He's able to do these things. So there's Doesn't a, he have nanotechnology a, at this point? What's that? Doesn't he have nano? Yes. It be like yeah. nano oh, he definitely nano does. Stuff? All of his yeah. stuff is nano. But, like, I don't think his glasses yeah. are. Um, 
but I mean, who knows? Maybe they are. Autobots holding together the glasses. glasses uh, yeah, no, because like what I'm thinking is, is that like he, um, he, you know, flips them on. But like I'm thinking, like they basically are just like. I'm also thinking about how they're slightly thicker rim, though. I'm wondering if it's because like part of the rim is just part of a supercomputer. Oh, for know? sure, I bet. Yeah, um, which I think is also very cool and fascinating. Like, man, where does this man find the time? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, granted, right? I know it's been five years, but like, still, this uh, this guy just builds, 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 builds. Um, but don't worry, yeah. the nanotech is coming, so don't worry. We'll get to that. I have a hostion and an Avengers ensemble, and I think I'd like to do them in the opposite order that I just sure. listed. Sure, hit me with an Avengers ensemble, then. Avengers ensemble. Ow, James. I didn't mean literally. <laughs> it's a hefty one. It's a hefty one. Um, <laughs> Shield agent. She's not named. That's okay. That's okay. There's no reason for her to be named. Right. It's actually say. weird when people are named. When it like no never comes up. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Especially when they're white dudes. Okay, so this <laughs> character is played, and they're almost always yes, that's true. Dudes. Um uh, this is Yvette Nicole Brown from Community. You you know who this is. Right. Like I, like, um, I I've now seen her on like three different things because of course like it's that uh, uh, Bader Meinhof. Like I've now she's on my brain, so now I recognize her. So uh, she's been in a bajillion things. I tried to keep it limited, but get ready to hear like the same like five words a whole <laughs> bunch of times. Ready? Okay. One episode of The Walking Dead, Lego Star Wars, those are three of them, Summer Vacation, DC League of Super Pets, one episode of Spider-Man from 2020, two episodes of The Rocketeer, Spider-Man Maximum Venom, six episodes of New Looney Tunes, 37 episodes of DC Superhero Girls, one episode of Lego Star Wars All-Stars, Lego DC Supervillains, DC Superhero Girls, colon Legends of Atlantis. Uh, she was Okoye in Lego Marvel Superheroes Black Panther Trouble mm-hmm. in Wakanda. Uh, Lego, D- can you imagine Shirley's sweet voice as Okoye? Like I know. Uh, oh, I wouldn't do that, T'Challa. But I bet you she um, probably can. Like she, she probably yeah, turns for, the gas up. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I've also heard Stern Shirley, and that is something else. Uh, Lego DC Superhero Girls colon Supervillain High. Lego Star Wars colon The Freemaker Adventures. Lego DC Superhero Girls colon Brain Drain. DC Superhero Girls Intergalactic Games. Three episodes of Lego DC Superhero Girls. DC Superhero Girls colon Hero of the Year. One episode of Star versus the Story. Versus the Forces of Evil, DC Superhero Girls, colon, Superhero High, and 99 episodes of Community and the movie Tropic Thunder, which also had Robert Downey Jr. in it. Yvette Nicole Brown is in this movie. Um, this feels like a, hey, you're famous and our movie has lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of roles. So, yeah, you can be in an elevator with Chris Evans and I, your buddy. I got a quick question Rangers. for you because I literally feel like I feel like maybe I just heard DC superhero Superhero and superhero girls and DC Star Wars. I mean, not DC. I'm sorry. uh, Star Wars Lego so much that I genuinely 
cannot recall. Did you say Community in there at all? Ninety nine episodes of Community and the movie Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very, okay. Very, it was a very, very nice thing. I think yeah, somehow yeah. I only heard the the Tropic Thunder thing. I think it's just because in my head I was going, man, that is so much Lego. Oh, and and uh, <clears throat> and uh, uh, Tropic Thunder. I feel like my head was still wrapping itself around the last bit. I was like, oh, he's finished. It's so funny because like it's Lego DC superhero girls and DC superhero girls and Lego Star Wars. And it's just like mm-hmm. I while I was typing this, I was imagining Yvette Nicole Brown receiving her sides for these things and being like, okay, this is okay. For that I use this voice. Okay. Oh, this is Lego. Okay. It's the same voice. Okay. Like Right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like same character, just now Lego form. Got it. Exactly. Exactly. Got it. Okay. And okay, go. And action. Come on, YNB. And she calls herself YNB and also encourages herself like that because she has good self-esteem. It's time for a host, Jin. Okay. And Colin, I have specifically worded this uh, to be a non-incriminating version of this question. It was originally a question that I couldn't ask you because of the pronouns I used, but I changed the pronouns to be non-incriminating. Colin, have you ever known anyone, wink, who has snuck into a place that they weren't authorized to go? Anyone? Anyone that you might know, any friend of yours? Have you ever known any, have you ever heard, heard any good stories about that? Or So what I will say is that what I do know is that I, after I graduated from high school, um, Two of my friends and I were on the marching band staff for the next couple of years. Um, and it was like the second or third year out of high school. It wasn't immediately, right? But when I was like, right. I think I, I want to say I was probably 20. So it was probably two years out, maybe 21. Um, one of the things that happened was is usually what they would do is there's this hill that would overlook the the lot that we would practice on. And right. usually at the, like, you know, towards the end of the summer, they would mow and cut all the grass on that hill. They would, you know, cut back bushes, all this other stuff. They would make space so that staff members could be able to climb up on the hill and like watch over. Cause there's even like a, right. it's not a platform, but there's definitely a like spot where they kind of dug a little bit out of the hill so that we could put a box and stand on and, you know, do all this stuff. Um, and so usually there was a way, like a way to be up there. And also so parents could stand on it to watch the end of the thing end right. of camp, or whatever. And they just didn't do it. And we kept asking them to, and they just kept not doing it. So we were thinking about like, tomorrow is the end of camp performance. And there's not really going to be anywhere for parents to stand to watch this thing. That isn't just in the tallest of grass. That's probably just covered in lice and stuff like that. So in the dead of night, I'm talking like 2 a.m. Um, those two staff members that were my friends and I, and another one of our friends, we were all kids from the same year. We borrowed uh, some saws from my parents and some giant clippers because we couldn't take a lawnmower because it was going to be too loud. Right, right. In the dead of night, we snuck back over to the school and stuck to the outskirts of the parking lot so the cameras really couldn't see us. And then, again, still in the dead of night, not using flashlights or really anything because we didn't want to be seen, we uh, went out there and just hand-clipped all of the grass and we, no joke, we literally chopped down like two or three smaller trees that had just been growing over the years and they hadn't, you know, and at first they were an issue, but by now they were too big. They were blocking some of the view. My right. favorite part about this is then it's like, well, what did you do with the trees? We just hid them in the other trees. And what I mean sure. by that is, is we literally just sat them upright 
But like yeah. because the other trees were there, we kind of interlocked the branches. And yeah. if you looked at it, you would know you could see the stump, right? But you wouldn't <laughs> know where it went. And so the trees were literally just hidden amongst the other trees. It was technically protected ground, to be clear. However, when they made the, um, as in like there was a sign that was like, you know, you can't touch those trees. Like only the county was allowed to do that. However, okay. don't worry. The good news is, is that they had to clear out that entire area anyway, because when they made the shopping center that's now right behind that hill, um, they made a pathway between the shopping center and the school that literally goes right through that section. So they cleared out everything that was there anyway. The only other thing that I would say is that, oh no. You said it was a better story. I know, but I all of a sudden, all of a sudden I'm totally blanking on what I what that story was supposed to be. I've completely forgotten what my other story was going to be. Okay. So I'll just, I'll just go with that. Like that was, again, like we weren't yeah. like in a place that we weren't supposed to be. We we're definitely sure. at a place that we weren't supposed to be. And we were definitely, sure. you know, we're kind of doing a heist like, of our own. We were stealing a just, couple of trees. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. It's like if, if, if they needed to steal a, a smaller stone and then hide it on the Tesseract. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just like put, someone goes, how did this tree get on top of the bunker? And everyone's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And it's Groot. Um, wow, what a high, what a heist or what a what a long con. Exactly, tall con. Um, because it's a tree. Yeah, I got that's you. all that I had though. Do you, not you, have a story? you said you had a host. Uh, I mean, it's funny because like I've dated a number of women that were sort of more like, "Hey, uh, let's go into this place we shouldn't be," and I'm always like, "I'm a large individual." I can't run very fast. I'm also incredibly visible. So me sneaking into a place doesn't always feel like a good thing. But like I used to get upset when my when my girlfriend at the time wanted to use the boys' bathroom. That there was no one like it was there was no reason for me to be upset. And she was correct to be peeved at me for being upset. Peeved. Um like I, <laughs> uh I mean, but, you know, like, of course, uh, like we used to when uh, we would visit Aaron at the mall, like I would help I would go basically hang out in the back of the coffee shop she worked at. Like I would, you know, climb up. We once found like a dead rat or a dead mouse in there, like, you know, where they kept the coffee and stuff. And we took pictures of it and whatever. So like that kind of stuff, because like the manager like the actual, 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 the grown-up manager never stopped in and on nights. And then like, like the, the, you know, manager that was our age or just a little bit older. Um, I think it was Ashlyn who is like still one of Aaron's friends. She lives in the area, like whatever, didn't, didn't give a crap. Like, and so, and we were also hilarious and charming, I think <laughs> has to be a part of it. So, um, and we would take out the trash and stuff. So like, you know, if you can hire you know, not hired. If you can get dumb high school boys to take out the trash for you, yeah, you don't care if they're hanging out in the back and not, you know, whatever. So that's stuff like that. I never really, like, I always think now that I would have liked to have been more of a, like, uh, this this land is your land, this land is my land sort of deal. Which, by the way, for everyone, uh, I just want to get it out there that that song is about trespassing. It's about, it's literally, like, Woody Guthrie isn't like America, ain't it great? He's like, 
uh, no borders, no countries Correct. sort of stuff. Um, and that's all I have. So not really. I'm kind. I'm not. I'm a rebel, but like a rule follower. I don't make decisions, and I straddle all fences, except for ones that lead into places I shouldn't be, uh, because I don't straddle those fences. Sure. Um, no. What if they're electrified? So then. What? Uh, so then, uh, <laughs> should we uh, go steal these stones? Yeah. Let's uh, let's let's steal some time. And, uh, and leave this and time and let's take some space to steal some time. Mm, that's good. Oh, am I writing a Dave Matthews song? Or, ooh, shall we split the timeline? Divide the timeline? Shall we? Yeah. Shall we diverge from the timeline? I think we should. I think we should. I think that's the. I think that's the one. Uh, yes, James. Yeah. Should we diverge from the timeline? I think that we we have no choice at this point. Yes. Great. Uh, well, that's going to do it for us here on this episode of Timeline Scavengers. Thank you for joining us on more Time Heist Timeline shenanigans. Uh, and we will be back for some more next time. As always, I'm Colin Parker. I'm James Anderson. And as always, Warner Reinhardt is still in prison. My name is Trevor Collins, and I love the unknown. I'm Alfredo Diaz, and I'm easily frightened. This is The Red Web, a podcast all about unsolved mysteries, true crime, conspiracies, and the supernatural. Each episode, Trevor sets out to scare me half to death, dropping little nightmares like it's no big deal. Pretty much every episode features a new mystery left to be solved. We will discuss the timelines and the facts of each case, along with popular theories that attempt to explain what's going on. Alfredo will be bringing speculation and questions as he hears these stories for the first time. Man, tons of stuff. Like, what's the hidden purpose of this website? Who's been leaving clues to an endless puzzle and why? What happened to the man in the dark suit we discussed earlier? And is this world really going to end in September? Trevor, you can't keep doing this to me, man. <laughs> the thing is, I can. And that's what we do here. And if you love unsolved mysteries like I do, and certainly like Alfredo does, subscribe to Red Web today wherever you listen to podcasts.